0: In here all right let's do it like this all right we're live we're here with the million dollar man the road less traveled it's been a while brendan welcome back my man thanks for coming on the honey badger hour brother it's been a long road since the last time we spoke
1: well this is actually my second time on the honey badger hour right
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i'm a veteran
0: the million dollar man the pride of Manchester, the real Gypsy King, bro. If you ask me, you are a man on the road, bro. How long you been on the road now, Brendan? Oh,
1: I think my first little journey was at about sixteen, seventeen. I've not looked back. <laughs>
0: man. I remember we spoke just man. I remember last time we spoke was during the um, during the we were like in the smack middle of the pandemic. And, yes, sir. Uh, and you were getting ready for the, you were getting ready for the tournament. We had it, you had it on the burners. You knew that, like, hey, this is gonna happen eventually, and when it is, we're gonna be ready. And damn, you showed to be, you proved that to be true, bro. That was crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, COVID was a great time in Thailand, though, bro. We had a great time, didn't we? Like, the whole world was all like stuck in the houses and shit. We were just living, bro. We were just having a great time. I loved COVID time was great. I really enjoyed COVID in Thailand, bro.
0: How lucky, right? We were just training every day, going to everybody's houses, training different sessions. And you can get like real um yeah, when the gyms opened, we kinda liked it the way it was. You know, we we're kinda like, oh man, remember how when we were at the house, it was kind of more fun.
1: <laughs> Bro, we were just setting mats up in Alex's front garden and just like just just martial arts all day. It was fucking great. I loved it.
0: Yeah, it was great, man. Driving around and stuff like that. Man, so after winning the tournament, brother, how good, man! What a long road. So we had two seasons, not the, you know, took you two seasons to get there, but we finally made it, bro. Amazing, man.
1: Yeah, it was it was a grind, man. It still is a grind. I'm still in it now. Like this shit's, like I did an interview before, and a guy said, "This is going to be your sixth fight in twelve months." Think about that, bro. Think about that shit, bro. This shit is absolutely wild, and like. Bubba Jenkins, Chris Wade, Shaman, lead all high-level opponents, back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back, to back to back to back to back, weight cuts and injuries and everything that goes with fighting. Tournaments are a whole different beast, man.
0: That's right. So you had a quick turnaround in between tournaments, right? So after the first season, you went right back to work, right? After it was semifinals and you got knocked out in the first round and the first time. Uh, so- Say that again. Uh, you had a quick turnaround in between seasons, right? Like after your last fight with um, with Mavlid, you went right back to work to get back into the next tournament. It wasn't too much of a, it tur- wasn't too long turnaround, right?
1: No, it was like so. Basically, the PFL how it works, it starts in April and it ends in November. So you're basically in camp because obviously you have to do a pre camp. So from like February, you're until december really and the end of november so like it's basically just a year of your life just just in camp um like even when i become champion i only got a month to kind of like tell everyone i'm champion have a few beers and then i was back in camp for the next one so you know it's got pros and cons for sure
0: no definitely and then i saw that um yeah so in between right like you you win a fight you know you're you know you're getting to the next round, and you're just like in your head. You're kind of like all right, but you already know who you're fighting next, basically. So it's kind of like right back into it, huh? It's, yeah, it's no joke, man. You enjoy one or two days, no. and it's right back to it.
1: Yeah, bro, bro. Like one or two days, literally. Like have have some food, like have a few beers, and then you're back on the grind on like i oh, not like a Wednesday the fight week and then you the following fight and then you just you just you just back to the grind and then it, they all just come thick and fast and then you pick up little niggles along the way and then because you can't rest you're carrying it for the whole season fucking nuts
0: yeah i heard you i heard you talking about that you had a, i heard you were talking about how you had a few injuries in the last one just on like on, and on the route to fight bubba you had to deal with a lot of injuries at camp it was like a pretty crazy camp for you you know like you had to deal with a lot of stuff on the inside
1: yeah, not just that, bro. It's the weight cuts. Like I'm a big featherweight. Like right now, I'm about 166. Like, you know, 20 pound every fucking six weeks. It's like, yeah, that that that's another difficult uh, part. Yeah.
0: Do you have yeah. a do you use a do you use a nutritionist or anything like that? Or you kind of kind of know your
1: body? Yeah, I kind of know the body. You know, if I need any help, I've got some guys at hand. But yeah, man. Like it's not easy, bro. Really isn't.
0: And how long? So you've been traveling. Did you go back home, bro? Where's your? When do you? How long do you stay at home when you go home? Because you're like a road warrior for real, for real, bro. Thailand, Dubai. Uh, I see you everywhere. I can't keep up with you. You're in. You're back in. You know, back in. The, back. I saw you in Las Vegas training with Frank. It's like wherever Frank is at, you seem to be wrestling with him on some mat somewhere. <laughs>
1: I was. Uh, I was. <laughs> I was in Miami. I was in your quarter. Man, I was go.
0: telling you. I didn't. I. You were there here for the UFC.
1: Yeah, I was only there for two days, bro. It was an in and out, quick shit.
0: Okay, yeah. What were you doing here? Were you doing some training or just some like uh, holidays or some like work stuff?
1: No, just so I fought the week before and then I had a week off um, in America just kind of chilling. And then it just so happened that Izzy and Frank and everybody, they were fighting one they, on the, the following weekend. And then um, my manager first round, they they are based in Miami, He said, "Oh, I've got you some tickets if you want to go. And I thought, fuck it, I'm already in America. Why not? You know, had a good weekend, chilled out, loved Miami. I absolutely loved Miami. Had some fun, and then was back to work.
0: Uh, didn't you fight in a PFL in Miami, like, uh, or were you you had a fight? Did yeah. you have a fight in Miami? I don't think I was back yet, but I think you fought in Miami for one of your scraps here, right?
1: Yeah, I fought the Hard Rock. That's when I fought Mavleed in the semifinal and lost. So my only loss is actually in Miami. So oh, we gotta
0: yeah, make that right.
1: Bit, bittersweet over there, boy.
0: Yeah. Uh, hey, I wanted to ask you. So you you got your next opponent coming up, Jose Pinedo. Uh, you're you're fighting one of my fellow countrymen, a Peruvian.
1: <laughs> no way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is this fight in? Um, is this a tournament fight, or is this is this for your title, or is this a is this in? The, are you back in the tournament right now? Are you redoing it? Are you? Re- are you? Yeah, back? I'm just
1: I'm just, I'm just another tournament guy now.
0: <laughs> so you're gonna go back for the second, Millie.
1: Why not, bro? Wow.
0: And what about your title? What about your belt? So that belt is just a tournament belt. You don't ever have to put that on the line or anything, right?
1: No, that's what's weird. Like, this shit is so weird. Because if you think about it, I'm telling everybody, I'm like, bro, that was a title defense. This is a title defense. I'm calling them all title defenses because no one ain't taking it off me. So I'm like, what do you mean I'm fucking not the champion anymore? You mean i won <laughs> it and then the next day I wasn't the champion. Like, I'm the champ. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, man. That's crazy. All right, so then you're gonna, so you, but you're gonna, you're gonna have to walk out with the belt again, bro. You're gonna have to have your coach behind you carrying the belt, you know. <laughs> representing you know what? Like old school.
1: I, I fucked up. I fucked up. I should have brought the belt in the cage after the fight in the last one, just to like make a statement, but. I didn't, um, but you're right. I should just be like saying, right, that's my second defense, third defense, and just make a new thing. Why not?
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, so the Marlon Marias fight was just like uh, to keep you busy. It was just a, just, a, uh, just a fight, like more of a regular season fight, or what would you call that?
1: Yeah, that was a regular season. Then the next one's a regular season. Then it's the semis and then the final. So we're only
0: essentially three fights away from the mill again. Wow. You you trained with Marlon Marais in Phuket, Thailand just recently, before you guys fought? I I did. Did you?
1: Uh,
0: no, I never trained with him before. I was, th- but I was thinking. I heard you saying that you guys had to. Tr- you had trained. Be- you had mixed it up a little bit with him before already.
1: Only like bit of wrestling in the wrestling class. Like that. That was it. Really. Like didn't really do any striking or any MMA sparring or anything. But obviously he was using John Boy. So you know, it was a bit of a touchy one. Like John Boy, like took a step back and was like, "I can't train you for this one." Like you know how you know how loyal John Boy is. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, "Nah." So oh, true, he took true. a step back, and then that was it. We got the job done.
0: Where did where are you training now? Are you in, you're in Phuket, Thailand, right?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm Bang Tao and Tiger. Little bits at Tiger with John Boy, and I travel up to Bang Tao. But both gyms are, are are fantastic. Bang Tao's really starting to fucking pop off now, though. Like I was there yesterday. The, the numbers are crazy. Like the boys are killing it.
0: Yeah. And you got the wrestling, you got Big Woody over there with the strength and conditioning like that too, you know?
1: You got everything. You don't need to leave Bang Tao. You really don't. That place is flying.
0: Yeah. So are you staying in Chillong? Are you staying like in the middle somewhere? Or do you have like a little... Uh, So
1: I'm in Chillong and the commute is a ball ache, bro. But it's just what you got to do. You know how it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Because you want to get the best training in. And you do... do I always wanted to I always commend you on that man cuz like yo you've been on the road this whole time you train you go like you can be anywhere you are you can be anywhere in the world and I feel like you are perfectly comfortable in camp you know what I'm saying like uh I feel like that takes a lot of mental dexterity you know like you have to really ha- know your purpose and know what's like know where you're at to not let the outside things influence you or you know where some guys just stick stick home all the time they have their team they have their they have their little uh you know, their yeah. little system that they're used to. And then if they get out of that, if their system gets out of whack, they don't really perform that well. But I've seen like with you, man, you can be anywhere in the world and you can you're getting at it, getting ready, you know, preparing for the next fight.
1: No, no, that's true. That's a good point. Like it, and I don't think that the way I've done it, I would recommend to anybody else like it just wouldn't work. Like a, a lot of people do need regimen and, and, you know, the set coaches, they need. I don't know, they need the girlfriend there cooking them dinner. Like, you know what I mean? They need to be around the kids. Like, like me, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm on the road, I'm a warrior. I will show up and I will fight. And, you know, but my last three camps, to be fair, I've got a solid team in Thailand now. I really have. Uh like the Bubba fight, this Marlon fight, this fight. You know, I've got my John Boy, I've got my Woody, I've got my Frank, you know, George and everybody chips in. And, you know, there's so many bodies around in Thailand that no matter what body type I'm going to fight, there's going to be 10 guys that I like that. Like, for example, this next guy is a six foot Southpaw at February, which is unorthodox. But it just so happens that there's three or four of them just hanging around. So it's like you can get anything you want here. You really can. As you know.
0: Yeah, the... the- the bodies are, 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 are disposable. There or like are, you have a, such a wide variety of people and different training partners. Any person you're fighting or style you got, you got ten, like you said, you got ten of them on the mat, you know. So that's true. I heard Phuket's crazy right now. How's the island? It's more packed than ever.
1: Well, I mean, we're just coming into rainy season now, right? So, um, I mean, the the January was the busiest I've ever 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 seen it. Like it was fucking insane, bro. Like. The rent was through the roof, bikes were through the roof, food, everything went up. And then I've come back now, bro. The soil is like a ghost town. I'm really? like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it's quiet. And I like it like this. I prefer it like this, bro. I don't like when it's all crazy.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's why I used to like the rainy season. I mean, the rain is a little bit of a pain in the ass, but it's nice when like the mats are a little bit quiet. And then you get the nice wind from the rain. It's like not so hot. It's not bad, you know?
1: I gotta, like it, bro. Like the rain, the rain hasn't started yet. Come on, like we're in like May. Like, you know, so you know, true, we true. we're not got it. July, August. I'll be like, oof.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in oh yeah, like September. Sometimes like August, September, there'll be like uh weeks without no sun, you know?
1: Bro, it gets miserable. <laughs> ah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, man. For sure. How did you like fighting in Madison Square Square Garden? Was that your first time fighting 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 in the garden? No,
1: it was actually my second. Like, insane, insane. Like, you couldn't write the story to go and win a million dollars in Madison Square Garden and to knock the guy out in the fourth round, covered in blood. I wouldn't want it any other way. You know oh. what I mean, it was it was fantastic. It was like a it was like a movie script, bro.
0: Yo, hey, Bubba's striking. Yo, he had a that was a fucking great fight, man. I mean, yo, his striking looked good. Looked like he leveled up his striking a little bit. Super high level fight, man. I was thinking the tournament before kind of prepared you for this one, too, because you just finished fighting the the big, scary, the wrestler, you know, and the one before that, and, like, you kind of – and you learned from that, and then it kind of, like, built it up for the next one against Bubba, you know? It's kind of a – No, exactly.
1: And then I feel like, you know, I got Chris Wade in the semis, who's also a good wrestler, and then, you know, he couldn't take me down. And then I thought, Bubba, he didn't take me down. So, like, I feel like I've bulletproofed my takedown defense now, and that's when I'll be looking forward to rematching the Russian this year and getting it back
0: yeah let's see if, are you guys i just i was looking at the bracket oh so he's going to be fighting on the same day as you he's going to be on the same card as you i wonder if you guys will be on the same bracket or how does that work it goes they, they pair you up next through points or something like that right with the pfl system
1: yes yeah, so whoever gets the most points goes first and number one fights number four number two fights number three like that
0: okay so you're number you're number one right for sure
1: right now um I don't know who. I, I, right now, I'd be fighting the Mexican geezer. Um, so it all depends how it pans out on the night. And the next night, whoever we get, we get.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to be pretty close. You're going to be Atlanta, Georgia. You ever been to Georgia before?
1: Terrible. I fought there before. <laughs> Terrible place.
0: <laughs> it's, the, it's like the real South, you know what I mean? It's like the redneck oh, it, South of the Americas, you know what I'm saying?
1: It's fucking shit, bro. I'd rather be in Miami. anyway, Put it that way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't blame you, man. So you're training with John Boy now. You guys are preparing up for the for the uh, for the next one. Yo, what is it about John Boy that like? There's something about his energy, right? Like, what do you what do you put it to John Boy without oh, he attracts so many like world champions and fighters, and that that he brings to the table that just gives these guys when you guys go in there with like a new set of confidence of, in your skills after working with John Boy. Is it me or does, is, I
1: think like his passion. Like, for example, today, we trained for two hours, bro. We, we were just, the clock was just rolling and we were just going. And then, like, you know, we spent, like, the whole afternoon studying film of my opponent. He came in with all great ideas about what we should do. We drilled him. He brought a guy in the Southport, made him, like, do certain things that the guy's going to do. Like, thinking outside the box, his level of passion's through the roof. I, um And I really enjoy working with John Boy, I really do. And it's like feel like my boxing's coming on leaps and bounds. It was always good, but now it's really good. And like, I just believe that I've got a solid team now. And like like you say, I, I have been a nomad for years, but my last three camps have been my best performances and they've all been from Thailand. So this is where I'm going to be based now for my fights.
0: Oh, beautiful, man. Did you, were you able to go home after you, I saw you had a big crowd. You had a bunch of, your, you had a big crew from England, bro. You guys had the takeover in New York. How good was it? How long, <laughs> right? You had like a quite a few people, right? Come visit you? Come yeah. see you for
1: your fight? We had a lot of people come to New York, bro. And it was, it was, well, wow. you know what? I don't know if, if, if anything in my life ever tops that moment, bro, then it's going to have to be something fucking good, bro. Because what a moment I had my mum ringside, had my dad, had all my friends and family. Everybody made the trip, you know, and New York's not cheap that time of year. Thanksgiving, um, hotels and flights, everybody made an effort. And then to watch me do it in the way that I did it, like, insane, bro.
0: Oh, man, it must have been so good. Yeah, and the, it's been a long road from the from the mix-up with the UFCs and Dana White and then from the coronavirus sitting out. You fought one time for PFL and then the coronavirus happened, like it got shut down and stuff like that, Like right? Like you had one fight, you were about to get ready for the tournament, and then boom, everything kind of got shut for a minute, huh? So I had two
1: fights, um, like – Like, just exhibitions to get me warmed up for the tournament. And then I was preparing for the season, yeah. And then I was about four weeks away from fighting Lance Palmer. And then they just went, oh, COVID's hit. Like, boom, the tournament's off. Um, Basically, we're not doing anything for a year and a half. I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, yeah, a year and a half, 18 months, bro. I was sat on the shelf. But... You know, we got to work, didn't we? We didn't fucking sit around. We just got to work.
0: That's what I'm saying now. But those 18 months, you leveled up, wrestling with Frank every day. We got to train with Fabio. Uh, you were with Peter Yan for a few of his fights getting ready, right? Like, you he were helping Peter spar. Like, man, those were some sick sessions, I'm huh? Going to Peter's house, training with the boys. Like, just John Boy there with the watchful eye. You have John Boy on the couch. You know, how good, bro? Oh, Hoffa. Man, what about Hoffa had a tough fight against Gaethje, huh? That was a rough one. Oh Damn. yeah i mean think about that like, it used good, to be bro. like
1: fuck it used to be like me peter and Rafa in peter's front garden and like everybody watching and like it's just in his front garden like three world-class fighters just all fighting in the fucking front garden bro it's like you
0: couldn't write it bro it was insane <laughs> Bro, with the Buddha coming down, I don't know if you've seen, there's a video on YouTube of you guys training, and it's like, yeah, it's sick, man. You got like John Boy in the back on the chair. We're like in like that <laughs> little house, and then you got Big Buddha, son's coming down, and then just three of the best bro. just slugging it out, bro, going to war. It's amazing. Such a beautiful thing to see, you know?
1: It was, it was. It was a great time. And like, I just feel like Thailand now, everybody's starting to realize about Thailand now, like the numbers in these gyms now is going like through the roof. People are like, What is going on in Thailand? It's just something different, bro. I don't have to tell you. You spent years there. You know what time it is in Thailand.
0: It's so different. I was just that's why I'm so impressed by you because, like, even me, man, I was there for a long time, you know, like 10 years, and I feel like I got a little bit lost along the way where like I kinda I could have used a little bit more homely time, you know what I'm saying? So like, but bro, the fact when you go out there and then just everybody it's crazy. The whole world's out fighting, you know, during COVID, everybody's like arguing and stuff like that, and we got people from all over the world just getting it in, training. It's just it's a special environment, man. Everybody's just in there with the same goals, I guess, you know?
1: No, we were, like when you come here, everyone from, you've got the Brazilians, you've got Fabricio and all them guys and Bruno, and and then you've got the Uzbeks, then you've got the Dagestanis, the Chechnyans, and then you've got like the Eastern Europeans, then you've got the Americans, the Russians, the English, like, and everybody just comes together for martial arts. Insane, bro, it really is.
0: Yeah, Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And you learn a lot about like the realness out there. Like a lot of these hometown fighters, like we were saying before, like all these guys, like they prepare, they got their coach, they get the, they get the, you know, they have like their schedule, but I'm like, there's some bad mofos out there. You learn about some bad mo. you learn about some hard mofos in the world. When you go to Thailand, you're like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? There's guys who are showing up, not knowing who they're going to fight. They're just in shape, ready to go, traveling the world, solo dolo. Like trying to get after it, you know? So you get like a rare breed of yeah. people. And then everybody there is that 1% from home that leaves. Maybe that's what it is, you know?
1: Do you know what's crazy, though? How many times have you seen them guys who come from the hometown that have got this big chip on the shoulder who are like 10 and 0? They turn up to Tiger or they turn up to Bangtow Sparring Day, get the ass absolutely handed to them. And you see them walking around, and they don't even know what day it is. They're like, "Whoa, what the fuck was this?" Like, the level is so high, bro. Is not it?
0: No, man. And like, and like you were saying, and when you get to, and you're like fighting on an international level, you get a good look. You get to train with all these Dagestan wrestlers. People, bro, mm. people don't know how strong these Kazakh boys are. Like the power they got, you know. So like, you learn a lot about the world, and like, yeah, get. I feel like it prepares you big time for what for the world stage, you know. Like when you fought fought Mobliv, you know, you already had a kind of like, and you guys had a super razor close fight, you know, like just a few tweaks and twerks here and there. But you kind of already knew, I'm sure more or less, you had like a lot of good base training with all the Chechen and Dagestan boys that it wasn't, he didn't show you nothing you weren't ready for, basically, you know? Yeah, no, no,
1: no, for sure. And like, that's why I feel like I'm looking forward to fighting him again now because... You know, I had a broken hand before that fight, I had loads of other shit going on. You know, I couldn't come to Thailand. Thailand was locked off. We couldn't come here. Oh, um, yeah, so like I just feel like now, like, I feel like the stars have aligned for me now. And I feel like it'll be the biggest fight in PFL history as well, because he's 20 and old you know, it's my only loss in PFL. I'm 10 and one in PFL. So like this year is gonna be insane when we get to rematch it.
0: I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. That's going to be a big one. It kind of reminds me of the Volk and um and Makachev fight. Like, it's two fights that like, we want to see the rematch. Because we know just a few a little zigs where we should have zagged. And yeah. he's like, that's ours. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Exactly,
1: bro. Exactly.
0: And now you know. Like, whatever respect you gave him in the first round, you can kind of not respect that, like, throw it out the window. But, like, now you know. Or, like, all right. I know what this guy's going to bring. And, like, you know what you can ha- like. So I feel like it's why kinda of what happened with Volk a little bit where you gave you because when you fight these big strong grappler wrestlers, you know, like you're a little bit it's always in the back of your head, you know?
1: Exactly. But once, but once you wow, know you can get up, Volk Volk was insanely good in that fight, bro. Mate, I
0: get that you and Volk have the same vibes, just all smiles, just love to do it, just born for it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is, dog. I feel like cut from the same breed, you know? It's hilarious, bro. No.
1: We really are. Like, Alex is a fucking warrior, bro. And like, the way he fought Islam is exactly how I'm going to fight Lead this time.
0: Yeah, just in his face, you know, like, you know, you're going to get digging down, you're going to get up. And that's it, man. Exactly.
1: Let's go. Let's go.
0: Yo, man, I could talk to you all day. Brendan, I know we had a little bit of a mix up just now. I was just trying to get the uh, switch it up to the Zoom and stuff like that. So you're going to be in June 8th. You're going to be close, man. After June 8th, you can come down to Miami, dog, and come check us out with the win bonus, bro. Take a weekend weekend in Miami, and we'll get this one live again, bro. (laughs) Bro,
1: listen, I love Miami, bro. I just spent the weekend there. I did not want to leave. Like, there's nowhere else in the States that I actually like. There's not even another state that I'm like, yeah, I could live there. But Miami, I'm like, wow. Like, I'm a fan, so... I might just take you up on that, brother.
0: Hey, I'm moving into my new spot June 1st, and we're gonna be in the in the city. And I got an extra room for you, mate. Oh, and you know what? You're right, dog. I don't. I'm not a big fan of America, bro. I went to. I, as soon as I leave Miami, I'm like, this is my country. Oh shit, you know. <laughs> but Miami's no, different. It's like a different. Bro. It's like a different area code once you cross the lines here, you know.
1: It's fucking great, bro. So I'll be taking you up on that, my brother.
0: It's got Thailand vibes, yo. Yeah?
1: yeah, it has. It has. You know what I'm saying? It really has. The
0: good weather, same weather. Uh, Good training too. You got. Have you ever been to American Top Team and any of the big gyms down here?
1: Yeah, I just went in there. Just like I was on, I was on vacation about maybe ten years ago, and I just like passed through. But I've never actually trained there. But you know, why not? Why not, bro? Like I I love mixing it up at different gyms.
0: Yeah, I know Fabio. I remember Pinka was trained. Did spend some time training in uh, Fort Lauderdale over there in American Top Team a few times too. He liked it, you know.
1: What? What a cool motherfucker he is,
0: right, bro? That's what Thailand, bro. That's only in the chances that we get to meet all these interesting people, bro. Bad motherfucker from French. You know what I mean? Yo, Muay Thai fighter of the decade, bro.
1: Insane. And we can call him our friend now. You know what I mean?
0: And yeah, like you were saying, cool cool as a cucumber, bro. Like you would never think, you know what I'm saying? Just one of the lads loves to hang. You know what I mean? Good dude, bro.
1: Bro, the guy, like we didn't speak in like six months. Like we just share messages every now and then. And the guy messaged me on um, on Instagram like a uh, two weeks before the fight with like a screenshot of the ticket that he bought for the fight. He said, "Oh, I bought a ticket to your fight. I'm coming." And like came to the final, bro. And like I York. didn't even see him. Yeah, like come there. Like I didn't even see him. Like watch the fight. And must have. Yeah, crazy, bro. What a guy.
0: He just came to support from the crowd and bounced, dog. What a legend! I didn't even know he was. In... That's amazing, bro. That's He's a cool, real man.
1: motherfucker.
0: That's a real one, man. Yo, Brenda, I know you got another one coming up, man. Oh, my brother. So June June 8th, Jesus Pinedo, bring the belt, bro. The pride of Manchester is coming back, dog. Let him know. The real Gypsy King, if you ask me, dog. You've been on the road for like five years, mate. Second <laughs> title defense. Second, Second title, title, title defense, defense, dog. And still, and again and again, my brother. Hey. Enjoy the rest of your camp. We'll talk soon, all right? If you if you want to come my back guy. to Miami, you let you, me bro. know, brother.
1: Appreciate it, brother.
0: All right, G. Have a good one. Take
1: care, my bro. Bye-bye. <laughs>